Hey, hey, welcome to Old Titans. This is John Paul. The one and only B-Man. We are at, coming back at you again on this fine Thursday. Two weeks. Two weeks for Megacon. Officially. Officially two weeks. Exactly. It's a two Thursday night. I didn't say about. I, I, said, no, I, I said two weeks twice even. We did. I, I, okay, I said, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but yes, exactly. You're right. Exactly two weeks for Megacon today. And in fact... As we're recording this, it's 12.31. So in two weeks, one hour, and 29 minutes, the doors will open. Unless they open earlier than that. See, that's not positive on. They could say, hey, let's come in 15 minutes early. They could. They Is won't. It likely? They never no. do. Yeah. Now, I, and I say the door's open. The door's open to the public. Those doors are going to be opening and closing, opening and closing, as staff and other people go in and out. So if you want to get really technical. So what you're saying is we need a staff shirt. That would be good. Yes. Uh, a couple weeks to make this happen. A Megacon staff shirt, not like a staff virus shirt or anything like that. Well, that's true, too, okay. yes. Okay. All right. So, without further ado, B-Man, question of the week. If you could only do one thing at Megacon this year, what would that one thing be? Like, what is your advice to these people, the one thing you've got to do? One thing at Megacon. All right. I've got an answer, and the answer, as normal, is going to have a couple of parts to it. Or no just, kidding. Just because I, I am do so it. shocked. All right. If I did not attend Dragon Con later in the fall, where there was a Legion of Photos, uh, Legion of Superheroes photo shoot, and a couple of the photo shoots that mean a lot to both me and my wife, and we, you know, were involved in that, I would say premiering our Supergirl and Brainiac Five costumes would be the number one thing. Going to the photo shoot here, that that would be number one. However, because this is kind of a preview of it, but the actual premiere of those costumes is more Dragon Con. Um, I'm going to put the costumes and premiering and photo shoots down lower. You're looking at me confused. No, I'm listening. Okay, to okay, saying. okay. Um, so the number one for me for this one is there are um, going to be two of the CW actors who I've not seen. I, I've seen Katie Lots, so. That, you know, that one. And actually three, because I just announced another one. But I've seen Katie Lots before. I have not seen um, Daniel Panabaker. Right. Um, I have not seen um, Mr. Rip Hunter, Mr. You know, Ex-Doctor Who companion, um, Art Darvel. I've not seen him. And the most recent added, Tom Cavanaugh. And Tom Cavanaugh is the one I forgot, as I said, too, and then revised it to three. So thank yes. you. Um, yeah, Tom Cavanaugh, Cavanaugh, who has played multiple parts on um, The Flash. The most recent one, HR. So... But, Seeing the CW actors is, for me, the number one thing. Again, this is not necessarily my suggestion for other people. This is what what I, myself, the one okay. and only John Paul, instead of the one and only B-Man, this is what the one and only John Paul wants to see so, most. I mean, and that's cool. The CW thing is important to you. Yep. Uh, cosplaying, obviously, very important to you and your yep. wife as well. Yep. Is she doing Wonder Woman this year, the Steampunk Wonder Woman? Um, she's doing a variation of the Wonder Woman costume. I don't know if it'll still be Steampunk. But she's doing Wonder Woman, yes. I can actually put that on our Twitter page because she is very hot in that outfit, by the way. Cool. Don't want to wear spandex that day for me. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> out there. Um, yeah, she's doing Supergirl, Wonder Woman, Poison Ivy, and Killer Frost. Killer Frost, I think she's aiming to do on the day we'd see Daniel Panabaker since, well, that makes Killer Frost. Yeah. Give me a picture of that one. If she gets a picture of Daniel Panabaker. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Um, for me, the one must thing, this is Stan Lee's last time mm-hmm. in Orlando. This is yep. it. After yep. this is not coming back anymore. Unless he's like Cher or one of the other big pop stars that yeah. two years later he does another tour. I think I at think his so. age that's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, 
one Mustang do, either meet him, go to his panel, something. Because this is probably, especially anybody in the Orlando area, unless you fly around different places, then it's all right. But if you only come to MegaCon, yeah. Orlando, this is it. you got to see Stan Lee. He is really yep. the creator of MegaCon in a different way. A lot of the our heroes we dress up as, he created them. Yep. Big tribute to the guy. And I've seen him three or four times, whatever it is. I've it's never good seen every him. time. It, but I will say, even after three or four times, there's some stars I've seen three or four times. And well, if I don't see him again, no big deal because been there, done that. They tell the same stories at some point. Right. Some like Barrowman, John Barrowman, he's fun every single time, and it's always a different. You know, it's almost a performance. Stan Lee, you might get some overlap of a few stories, but it's fun every single time you see him. So yeah, yeah, that, I can see that one. However, I will see him again in three months because he's also doing his last Georgia appearance at Dragon Con. So, well, that's fair enough. Yeah, I, I will probably be more likely to see him here than I will in Atlanta, just because there's always there always seems to be that one key thing like that opposite the panel I'm doing or some other big thing that I got to be in line for. No, I hear you. So, yeah, that, this one's more likely because I believe he's on Thursday night. Which, when we get to the main uh, topic of the day, or part of our countdown, we're going to go through, not line by line, but we're going to go through some of the highlights on the schedule for this week, or for this year for MegaCon, and I believe he's on the first day. And this is actually just the draft so far, it's nothing yeah. totally official yet, right? Yeah, like Tom, Tav- Tom Cavanaugh is not even in there, because they released right. this a few days before he was part of it. Right, okay. There's definitely some stuff in there I'll point out that, really, you know, maybe somebody wants to rethink that, you know, those and, kind of And things. they will get rethought, They I will. think, yeah. Yeah, everybody does that, every every convention san diego down to the smallest they make changes up until the day of oh, all right look up news there and i pushed the wrong button Oops. and that was our special effect moment of the day brought to you by b-man yes b-man the one and only that that was not the news i was pulling up there but yes right. go ahead well speaking of news all right that's a good intro to yes news. thank you all right that was intentional right that was we, totally we intentional. planned that all the entire time the ring bell for the news all right so i have a lot of tv news Right. And one movie news. I'll go last because I think you have some comment on the movie news. Um, and if you have other news, do you have one that you want to bring up before I even No, no, no. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so a bunch of renewals, announcements, pickups, things like that have come out in the past um, few days. iZombie. It's in season three right now. Fantastic show. Um, been renewed for a fourth season. So all those zombieites out there, rejoice. We get to see Liv Moore, Major Lily White, um, and all the rest, which, you know, that's probably the best zombie show on television right now. That uh, includes The Walking Dead. I disagree with you, but go ahead. Well, that's you fine. know, I will say this. You do not get the up and down and up and down and drag out discussion of, why are we watching this? Oh, yeah, this is why with iZombie. You know week to week while you're watching it. Um, Black Lightning, the now fifth uh, straight DC comic show from the Berlanti Group on the CW, has been picked up. So we'll have um, Supergirl, Flash, Legends Tomorrow, Arrow, and now Black Lightning. Uh, for the record, iZombie is also a DC show, but it's not part of the superhero universe bit. Judge Dredd. I think you like Judge Dredd, right? I liked the second Dredd movie with Kyle Urban. All right. I don't think he's going to be in the TV show, but they announced they're developing a TV they show. They haven't announced who it was yet, at least yeah. as of right now. And it could be. He's so, done a TV show. Yeah, it could be him. I'm hoping it is him. That would actually be kind of cool. Um, Deadpool. Almost didn't write this one down because I really don't care about Deadpool, but I figured, eh, I'll write it down. Doing a Deadpool cartoon over on FXX. And that's what I was actually looking up. It is actually Donald Glover who's actually making the cartoon. Yep. 
Oh, you knew that already? Yes. So I know he's going to look that up the entire time, so that sound effects was pointless. Well, it's okay. I, I don't know what the significance of Donald Glover doing it is. Donald Glover's awesome. I mean, he's, he's going to be Lando. Lando Calrissian, yeah. He's in Gallivant. He's done a lot of cool things. Well, Donald Glover is kind of awesome. But I don't know if there was some connection between him and Deadpool that I'm not aware of. No, I'm not. Well, I mean, how he's doing the cartoon Deadpool. Okay, okay. I'm going to go on a limb and say that this is not going to be aimed at for kids. No, FXX has been doing the more uh, mature audience TV shows. Um, along those lines, next week, uh, next Wednesday will be the finale of it. But if you haven't been watching it over on FXX, um, you should be watching Brockmire. Yes, Jim Brockmire for, and then fill in the blank to see they have him actually do some of the commercials during the program. They actually have Hank Azaria. He's the star. He stars as Jim Brockmire on the show. And in character, a sports announcer, Jim Brockmire, he will use his announcer voice and do commercials for beers and um, KY and all those different kinds KY, of things. KY, huh? He is wow. a sexually deviant, drunken weird person so they're using all of his character traits in the story to promote the different products that advertise and it works uh, you got him and Amanda Peet and if you got Hank Azaria and Amanda Peet how are you not going to have a good show no, you get show. okay so anyway um, the last one of my um, TV news is the X-Men series that Fox is working on it's got finally got a name The Gifted so instead of Mutants which would have been a great name or X-Men, which, you know, hey, why not? As well, yes. Or the New Mutants, or Power Pack. Nah, no, nah, no, nah, Power Pack. But, you know. Definitely not Power Pack, yes. But The Gifted. So, okay, The Gifted. That is the series name. Now the one I know you're going to want to have some comment on is uh, everybody was probably excited and disappointed at the same time. Uh, Del Toro and uh, Ron Perlman will not be a part of it. There will not be a Hellboy 3, but they are doing a Hellboy reboot. And that kind of bothers me. It does, because Hellboy 1 I liked. It was decent. Hellboy 2 I thought was really good. And regardless of all that, Del Toro, his vision was amazing for Hellboy. Perlman was amazing as Hellboy himself. Plus all the makeup and stuff like that. Yeah. The age, you really keep the character whatever age you want to keep him as. Right. When you have a good working combo that still wants to keep making more movies, keep Why? that combo. Yeah. There's no reason to reboot it. I understand it's been a long time since Hellboy 2, so maybe the drop-off, they said, you know what, we booted again. I, I know the two, well, I know one definite reason and one that could lead to it. Del Toro keeps saying he's going to do projects and then doesn't do and that, that is a problem Del Toro has always been. So that, yeah, it's always been that way. So it could be they're just tired of waiting on him. The other is they want, after the success of Deadpool, which I know, not the first R-rated one. We've talked about that. The Crow, right? you know, definitely is what led the way. But of the more recent ones, Deadpool... Showing that success, they wanted to have an R-rated um, Hellboy, and I don't think they felt comfortable taking what had been PG or PG thirteen Hellboy and turning it into an R-rated Hellboy. But PG thirteen Hellboy can work. Yeah, it can't work with Deadpool. You can't do it right with Wolverine. I mean, you can't do it at all with Deadpool. Bottom line, right. or we'd be terrible. Right. And it makes the other Wolverines movie better. Hellboy, I don't think it really affects it as much because Hellboy right. is more the mystic. Right, horror type thing, but still, you don't really. But they but, wanted to go yeah. there. They wanted to make it more of a horror movie style. I believe, okay, I believe whoever they is directing it's more of a horror. Even still, background. I mean, well, Del Toro, it does horror. Yeah. And Perman was good. What's, why not? I mean, get rid of Del Toro. Why not keep Perman? Movie executive thinking 101. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's that's what it comes down to. They, they figure they have to, when they rebrand, throw everything out. The whole baby with the bathwater thing. Yeah. yeah I, it, I don't agree either. Not that I care that much. I watched the first Hellboy. I enjoyed it. Right. It was decent. It was decent. 
um, didn't excite me. And I, can't, I hate to say it, but I do not like the artwork on the comics so much. I can't stand seeing any of Magnola's, I think, is that how you say his name? Yeah, I'm not I so can't stand his artwork. When I see a comic that he's done the artwork on the cover, unless it's a comic I just have to have, I'll, I'll just refuse to buy it. Even if it's a book I normally get, even if he didn't do the interior art, I will just bypass it. I hate his artwork that I'm much. I'm kind of like that with like Herbert Ramos or uh, Sam Keith. Yeah, so, I just I just yeah, can't I do can it see yet. that. Yeah, I can see that. And and maybe it's not fair. Definitely not it's fair. Not if fair. You're right. interior I, stuff. I do the same thing. So I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. And so the movie, I, when I hear Hellboy, images of that artwork appear in my mind. So I just had no desire to go see the second movie. Even if it was better. The second one I thought was phenomenal. Yeah, I, I just, it was one of my favorite superheroes. Yeah. So one of these days, maybe I'll finally get over it. Well, you own the DVD. I can let you borrow it. Okay. Well, you never return my... No, I, no I, you return things. I don't return things to you. What are the two? Direction? I okay, yeah. I don't know. I think we both return things. It's just, you know... Whenever, oh, I still have your favorite pilot and Supergirl pilot from like a year ago. Oh, well, Supergirl pilot's not the big a deal. The uh, Harry Potter stuff, yeah, Karen probably wants that back. Because yeah. that's really hers. Well, I'll get it back to her eventually. I know you guys live. So... That is it for the news. No, that's, not it. that's not it for the news. You got some that's other not news. It for the news. Well, B Man has the news. As I, I had a feeling you were going to skip over this one. Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Oh, okay. You're right. No, that's, that's fair. And already we're only at, um, what's today, Thursday? Yeah, so this is day seven. Day seven. Day seven and a half because Thursday night preview stuff. Right, okay. Yeah. And they're almost they're like under six million away from making half a billion dollars. Yeah. Not even a full week. That's impressive. That's a lot of that's money. That's incredibly impressive. That, that's a ridiculous amount of money. So, um, I mean, if this was the total of this movie, if you asked me this a couple of years ago, yeah. before the first one came out, I'm like, that's, uh, they did good. That's maxed out, but yeah. great. Yeah. I'm like, but wow, one week. Guardians is breaking records, man. Oh, yeah. I never would have thought this would happen this far. Um, they really are the B heroes of Marvel. But man, they... No, no, they're the C heroes. Well, yeah, I, I may even... I'll go with that. They're yeah, the C well, heroes. I mean, that doesn't mean they are anymore, but from well, traditional the, publishing... They're now right? in the A heroes of Marvel, because yeah. the fact the movie's been so good, everybody's picking up the comics, and it's I mean, generating... Honestly, when Iron Man came out, I would have put Iron Man at the B level. No, I never would have Iron Man. No? No. no I would have put Iron Man... I would have put, like, Spider-Man, Hulk, um, Fantastic Four. Those, those are your A-listers. I never would have... No. Iron Man over Fantastic Four. Every day, every day of the week. And not because of the movies, but just Fantastic Four started the whole Marvel universe. They did. Yeah, the, but the current versions. Iron Man's always sold well. He's always been an Avenger. Yeah. He's always been more popular, I think. Yeah. Could be. So anyways, but yeah, Guardians, almost half a billion dollars. That's uh, impressive. It will be interesting to see. I know you asked me this. I don't know if it's on air or off air. You asked me how Wonder Woman and this would compare, because Wonder Woman's in a, in a month. Right. I think there's zero question that this will outsell Wonder Woman. Okay. I, I don't think there's any doubt. That doesn't mean which one's better or not. I mean, even people who've seen this one who enjoyed it said the first one was better than the second one. That that doesn't mean this one didn't great, but there can be great, and there can be great, great. I mean, it's... Well, see, that's up for debate, because I've talked... Most people have said the same thing you said. Yeah. First one's better. But I know two, only two people that haven't seen the first one yet, and they saw the second one first. So the second one's amazing, though it's better than the first one. The first one, nobody was suspecting it to be good. I know you still didn't like it, but Most expect, people yeah, liked it. But expectations were lower, yeah. So expectations were really low. Some people saw it. They were blown away. The same thing, actually, I was talking to um, Nick and Matt from How to Work Show when the first Iron Man came out. They're saying it's not as good now as it was, but expectations were not high for Iron Man. 
I actually remember walking to the movie theater with you when we were seeing someone else at the time. I think Deja Vu or something we were seeing when I came in from poster yeah. over it. Yeah. And the point is, I'm like, this is going to be terrible, man. It looks going to be bad. <laughs> I was wrong. So oh, was, the expectations yeah. were so low that it blew it away. So um, I do think, I don't know, I think that people had these huge expectations. They didn't meet the expectations, but they still yeah. really enjoyed it. And as long as you really enjoy it, definitely worth seeing. So that, that's why it'll be interesting to see how this compared to Wonder Woman. Right. And not just what people think of it critically or enjoyment-wise, but what do the dollars do? This one was going to make a ton of money. Kind of like, um, no matter what anybody thinks of Batman versus Superman, it was going to make a ton of money. Right. Just because it had those two names on it. They could have had stick figures walking around on the screen. It would have made a ton of money for the first two or three days. Absolutely. I mean, it did, that part didn't matter. I think Wonder Woman has less expectations than yeah. Guardians does. Yeah. Simply the fact that, okay, it's your first female lead in yeah. a superhero movie. So people kind of like, I don't know why that makes a difference. I, to me, it doesn't make a difference at all. But there are but people out there should. like, well, you know, Superwoman. No. Go it lowers, that lowers it. It's a period piece, which right. I think I enjoy period pieces a lot more. Captain America, I've said, number one is my favorite. Most people like two and three better. Right. It's a period piece. Um, it's coming off of less than stellar reviews, no matter what my feelings are on them, less than stellar reviews of Batman and Suicide Squad. Right. So it has everything lowering its expectations as much as possible. If it turns out to be, let's just say it's equal to Captain America 1, which right. I don't think anybody says is bad, just whether they enjoy the others more. If it is equal in quality to Captain America 1, it could end up surprising us and having a lot of legs. And I hope it does. And I'm not using that as a pun because... Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, it's, it's yeah as I was saying it out loud, I realized that phrase came out wrong. But it, it really could go a lot further than anybody expects. It should make... I mean, worldwide, it it, it should make, you know, 500-plus. Um, should. Yeah, I, I, it will. In, in the U.S., it should make 300-plus, I really think. Will it? We'll have to wait and see. I, I hope it does. I mean, if people don't see it because it's a female-led movie, that kind of bothers me. That That's the wrong reason. And that's just... I mean, it's Wonder Woman. Yeah. It's just one of the greatest superheroes ever. Yeah. So, I hope it does well. I like Gal Gadot. I, is that her name? Gal? Gal Gadot, I think. Gadot. Is, or Gal Gadot. I don't know. It's... Okay. Um, well, anyway, yeah. she did a great job in Batman v Superman. Um, despite what you think of the movie, I didn't like the movie, but she was great in it. So, and everybody said the two things everybody seems to agree on is for her limited scenes, she was fantastic, right? And Ben Affleck's portrayal of Batman was spot on, as in the look, the feel, the right. acting style. Forget right. about the direction of the character, but all the rest. Right. Those two seem to be universal. So, so yeah, I hope it's good. I really do. It'll be interesting to see since Batman so far has been in um, both the other movies, and will of course be in Justice League. Will there be a surprise Batman appearance? Shouldn't be, but there could be, like, post-credits as they do a flash-forward to the present. Do they do post-credits scenes in DC movies? I don't think they do, do they? Yeah. Do they? Yeah, they did in Suicide Squad. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, they, um... Was it Suicide... I think it was Suicide Squad. Um, it was a scene with Amanda Waller where uh, Bruce Wayne is in the dossier. Yes, yes, yes. I kind of blocked that movie out. Yeah. That was where he's getting the dossier and all the different heroes, so he could start collecting them for right, right. You know, the Justice League. Um, Batman vs Superman, I don't think had a post credit scene. It just had a final heartbeat. Spoiler, but um, <laughs> I think it's a little late on spoilers for that one. Oh yeah. 
right. So, so main topic of the week then. Unless you have more news. No, no, no. no, no, no. Okay. I'm looking things up as we hopefully push the right button on my phone this time, but go ahead. All right. Um, main topic of the week. Looking at Megacon's schedule. All right, so Megacon starts on the 25th. Thursday the 25th of this month. goes through Sunday. Right. Um, starts at... For most people, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and the schedule starts at 4 o'clock, even though I believe if you've pre-purchased your tickets, which, by the way, in case you didn't get an email yesterday, they started shipping uh, wristbands yesterday. I, should, I don't check my email ever, so okay. I might have. Well, I got an email waiting for me this morning. It came in overnight with a tracking number for wristbands. That's exciting. So, very exciting. Okay. Um, and they released a draft schedule uh, two or three days ago. We know it'll be changing, but it has genre... Day, time, room numbers, and um, who's going to be, you know, what the panel's about, who's on the panel, that type of thing. So I've highlighted a handful of things I wanted to make sure to point out. And if you see anything on here as well, you know, you should do the same. Right. Uh, the big one I wanted to point out on Thursday is at eight at the moment, at 8 o'clock, and in 320, not that I expect anybody to remember or care about that right now, the celebrity Q&A session with the legendary... Stan the Man Lee. If you can hit one of them, that's the one you got to hit. Yep. So for Thursday, that to me is it. Now, if for some reason you can't get in, yeah, because it's there's gonna be a long line. Now, luckily it's on Thursday, so the lines are better. But it's gonna be a long line. If you can't get into that one, at the same time they've got um, eight different things going on. It looks like one, two, three, four. No, sorry, I counted wrong. We have seven different things going on at the same time. My second suggestion would be Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog picture show live Shadowcast performance. I've seen some of these at DragonCon before where they, um, for Buffy, Dr. Horrible and such, you know, the musical episodes, they will have a cast on stage performing in front of the actual screen of the episode. And they can be a lot of fun. And I'm assuming you're a fan of Dr. Horrible. And I'm actually looking right now, that's the only Dr. Horrible thing I see that... Oh, Megacon, is that right? Yeah, that is the okay. only Dr. Horrible. So, unfortunately, if you see Stan Lee, you miss Dr. Horrible. And that's unfortunate. Yeah, but... But I get to see there's no, there's no stars or celebrities, so this is, right. depends on whether you're more celebrity-focused or non-celebrity-focused. Um, plenty of other stuff going on throughout the day. A lot of anime. I've noticed there's... If you're an anime fan, they've got anime screenings throughout the day. History of anime, uh, Florida anime fandom. Um, Dragon Ball Z, Resurrection um, highlights. High school DXD duel. I'm probably saying that wrong. Uh, that one's rated PG-13 for those who care. <laughs> I'll be okay. And one I think you mentioned you had some interest in, but this one actually overlaps with Stan Lee, unfortunately. We actually have, as far as I know, for this area, the first appearance of Darth Vader. Star Wars Spencer Wilding, our new Darth Vader. I'd be okay with missing that. Yeah, uh, he has his celebrity Q&A session Actually, in the room right next door to Stan Lee at the same time. Well, half an hour earlier is when it starts. Um, I can't pitch that one being busy. I really can't. Being Thursday night at 7.30 kicking off, yeah, I don't see it being very busy. Um, again, unless you show up, <coughs> say you show up an hour early to get in line for Stan Lee, and they've already cut off the line, but you're a half hour early for Darth Vader, eh, if you don't, want to, if you don't care anything about Dr. Horrible, go see Darth Vader. Yeah, that could work. Um, Thursday has the shortest schedule of any day. It only takes up half a sheet of paper on my... Yes, and paper. I am saying paper because, well, you know, I'm an old tight and I like to print stuff out. Um, did you print this on your work printer by any chance? No, I did not. I printed this on my Dell. Okay. At home. 
on your Dell, who does not sponsor us, by the way. Who does not sponsor us, but I happen to like them, and it was a good printer. Yeah, yeah, they made an Alienware computer, too, and that yeah. was not a choice. <laughs> um, so looking ahead at Friday a little bit, um, if you're a comic book fan and care about DC Comics, as somebody on this podcast, which one of us is it likes DC Comics? I enjoy both comics equally. Okay. Well, I, 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 more I, biased. Yeah, I like the DC stuff a little bit more. At 1 o'clock on Saturday afternoon, there is a DC Comics Rebirth panel. I'm assuming we're going to have um, Dan DiDio on that panel, since he's one of the primary publishers there, uh, main roles, giving us a little bit of you know, insight into what's coming with Rebirth. We're kind of at the beginning right now of the uh, con season, so that could be kind of cool. And moving on down, there are a few other things. If you happen to like stuff other than celebrity, if you want to just have fun and laugh and such, um, each day there is one group. I have not seen them before. I've seen similar groups at other cons, sometimes good, sometimes not. Improv group. The Improvengers. So I guess that'd be the Avengers of Improv, Improvengers, however you want to say it. Uh, Live Nerd Improv. So they're there each day. Um, Could be kind of cool. Unfortunately, on Saturday, they are opposite one of the ones that I have to put near the top of my list. I'm going to put the CW stuff higher because I have seen him before. But my absolute favorite character on all of Buffy was Xander. Xander was it. Xander was the man. Um, and well, he's doing nothing else right now, is he? No. So Other than Nick, being arrested. Yeah, well, yeah, there is that. So um, Buffy the Vampire star Nicholas Brendan, one and only Xander himself, is going to be here at 2 o'clock. Uh, he's part of the horror track. I'm not sure I'd call that a horror track. I know Buffy, but I never counted Buffy really as horror. No, it's sci-fi entertainment. Yeah, but that, that's how they that's how they do it. Um, anyway, throughout the day, there are quite a few other celebrity um, Q&As. It depends on what your um, preference is. There's a lot of Rocky Horror stuff this year, which I believe you're pretty big on the Rocky Horror. I like the movies. I can't really... I went to a few of the performances, and I really can't get into it that much. Yeah. Well, I mean, the stars. A lot of the stars are going to be A lot of the stars. Barry Bostwick, I'm interested in seeing. Um, Tim Curry, obviously. Yep. A huge one. And on Saturday afternoon at 3.30, we have Celebrity Q&A session with Rocky Horror stars Barry Bostwick, Nell Campbell, and Patricia Quinn. Now, I wonder, too, like, why isn't Tim Curry there? They, they have two or three different ones, so he should be in one of them. But I figured he's the big one. Like he, he might really give him his one. own, and from just a physical ability to get around, he's, I believe, in a wheelchair right now, so they probably have to limit you know, the number he does. I'm actually kind of wondering, too, because I didn't see an IT panel. I did not see an IT panel. And I'm kind of wondering right now where the new IT coming out. and Which would was, be hard. He was the original Pennywise. Yeah. Which, for the record, I finally saw the IT trailer. Did you? During the MTV music, um, Movie Awards. You watched that? I watched it because there were two announcements. There was going to be a special sneak preview of Spider-Man. Okay. That's cool. And Tom Holland came out and announced that after doing a um, flip on the stage, showing he was did some of his own stunts, I guess. Okay. Very cool. He, he was funny. He was Tom Holland was great on there. No matter what the movie ends up being like, which could be great, could be eh, don't know. He was pretty good. And um, Gal Gadot mentioned there was going to be a wonder yeah. surprise. And that was the final trailer, and it was it was really good. They, there's a few more things. It's just a little bit longer trailer. And I still cool. am watching TV movie, movie awards. I'm, I'm okay with I, that. I, I recorded and then fast-forwarded those two things. Gotcha. However, okay. as I'm fast-forwarding, anytime I saw a trailer start up, I would stop. Okay, 
can't stand the Transformer movies. I think we've both agreed can't stand anything like anything that. Anything past one I hate, yes. Right. However, the current trailer for Transformers that they it premiered your that. No, this this is not this is not the trailer. This is Absolutely. something they did, and I don't know the actress's name, but a British actress, they had her up on a crane, one of those cherry picker type cranes. Okay. Giving British lessons to Optimus Prime. And Optimus Prime is standing there in front of her, repeating after her lines from the script, and she would say, you know, Cheerio, I need a cup of tea, or whatever line she was trying to say, and he would try to repeat it using a British accent, back and forth and back and forth, and she was yeah. chastising him, and it was hilarious, and that was, that was really good. Um, but they had the It trailer, and I didn't know what it was at first. I just saw a trailer was coming up, I hit, you know, play instead of fast forward, and started watching it, and the trailer was... I figured out what it was before it got right. too far into it, but it was pretty good. Haven't seen the original. Don't know how it compares. The original I enjoyed. The thing about this is the book was so huge that mm-hmm. the original, only doing a two-episode miniseries type thing, you had to cut out so much of the book yeah. where this new movie could cut out a lot of what happened in the original movie and still be keep faithful to the book in a way. Yeah. Um, I think the original being on network television, especially during that thing, was... The early 90s, I believe it came out, or late 80s. Yeah, right in there. Right in the area, I believe they had to center himself a lot more, where being an R-rated movie, yeah. you don't have to. Right. So this is going to be an intense movie. It is. Yeah, and it was so. good. It definitely had a um, Stranger Things vibe to it as which well. Which is a great show. Which yeah, so it, and then you could tell the kids in this, while they're not as young as the kids in Stranger Things, and Stranger Things was being filmed, I'm assuming, at the same time as this to some degree, I think it might be coincidence, but either way, that was the feeling I got as, as the trailer was moving on. Which I didn't even think to look for a Stranger Things panel. It's must there, be one. There is one. There's two of the kids. Um, again, horrible in names. When we get to it on the page, okay. I'll tell you. But yes, there is a panel with um, two of the kids from Stranger Things. Also on Saturday, if you're a Doctor Who fan, Jenna Coleman, Clara Oswald herself is going to be there. That is exciting for you? That's exciting for anybody who's a Doctor Who fan. Um, James Marsters, also from... Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Because he's never at Megacon, ever. Well, yeah, I know. But, and, and this is one where I said I want to point out some stuff. Okay, so you got Nicholas Brendan at 2 o'clock. you got James Marsters at 4 o'clock. The same people are going to want to see him. Why not consolidate those two people on one panel and give people a chance to see other stuff? Well, the thing about that, too, is you got to think about autograph timing and photo ops timing. You really can't have everybody away from the booths at the same time. Well, you can. Well, you shouldn't. You need people out there. You, you need them... <laughs> Spread the crowd out a little bit. I understand yeah. why they're doing it. I don't agree with it, but I understand why they're doing it. Well, here's here's a different example then. Cosplay. Cosplay is huge. I said anime was big. Cosplay seems to have more panels than anything else, which is fine. Cosplay is fun. At 3 o'clock in the afternoon, during the signing session with Scott Snyder, by the way, in case you happen to be a Batman fan, um, you have Dress to Impress, Competing in Cosplay, Opposite, Introduction to Basic Mold Making and Cold Casting, which would be for cosplay, and hardware store costuming, building from everyday materials for your cosplay. Alright, really? Are you going to put three cosplay-specific panels opposite each other, which have the exact same Which again, this is just one draft. It is. It's going to change. Uh, Hopefully it changes quite a bit. Um, So those are some of the highlights from Saturday. There's quite a bit more. Uh, If you really want to learn the time warp, they have time warp dance lessons. I'm okay without that. I mean, yeah. maybe a little. Who knows? Well, you know, because I'll be cosplay probably as bullseye on Saturday, so I can do that. In if you're um, if you're single, 
they do have speed dating, which I've noticed they really get into the speed dating here at MegaCon versus other conventions I've been to. They have speed dating two or three times a day. Um, it's it's a thing. Yeah, surprised. If you're single, okay. I can't swear if you know if I was single, young at a convention like this. Maybe that's not a horrible thing to speed dating because at least now you're connecting to other people with similar interests. It just, I don't know, seemed from out of the blue. I don't think I can do that. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's, it's kind of like the online dating thing. or Not so much the dates, but the online matchmaking. Sites. Yeah, I'm, I'm better in person. It, it seems weird. But at the same time, I did see an ad once when I was on comicbook.com or newsarama.com or one of the many sites. You, know, you always see, when you're on those different sites, ads for things you don't care anything about. You know, Campbell's Soup. I don't care about Campbell's Soup, but I'll see an ad for it. By the way, we are not sponsored by Campbell's Soup. Um, should be, though. Should be. Hey. If they want to sponsor us, I will eat your soup every day. There you go. Part of that sponsorship does require giving us free supplies of Campbell's Soup. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, well, um, one of the times, I was on one of those sci-fi sites, and there was a sci-fi-specific dating service. Kind of like you have the uh, FarmersOnly.com. Yeah, for ever know that I have no idea what that is right there. Yeah, it's, 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 it's the country focused dating site for people who want wow have that kind of thing. It's on TV all the time. I've never seen it. You never seen it? Wow! I never watched watch TV. Yeah, I, I really don't. Yeah, I um, DVR. Well, this was a sci-fi specific dating service for people who were geeks who would listen to a podcast like ours to help match them together. Obviously, I have no interest in doing that now. But I could see if I was 18 to 30 age saying, well, you know, now I don't have to search through all of Match.com. I know that people on this site are, have similar interests. So what you're saying is we need an old Titans dating service. That's a good idea. It is a great idea, isn't it? Old, titan, old Titans dating service. You talk to us, tell, you, tell us what you like, and we'll set you up with somebody. Yes. I do it work all the time, actually. Old, right? Well, I mean, no, we'll, we'll find somebody right okay. age. Okay. Well, yeah, it works. All right, so moving on into Saturday, a few of the other ones. Back to DC Comics for a minute. Their big um, crossover event thing for the summer. They're going to have a, a panel of DC Comics Metal. Um, that's going to focus on that. That's at 11.30 on Saturday. Is that going to be with Alice Cooper? Supposedly the theme of the comic is heavy metal themed. So while I don't expect Alice Cooper to be there, it actually... He could... It fits. Be good. It does. Yes. Yeah. Um, there is, again, for people who like Doctor Who, a Doctor Who, So Long, Mr. Moffat, and Thanks for All the Weeping Angels. This is a panel I do have a lot of interest in because, well, um, I think Moffat has done an incredible job on Doctor Who, not on every episode, but I think he's been a great showrunner for it. This season is his last season, and he's leaving. So this is not a celebrity panel, but this is one of those fun ones, um, which is opposite the Q&A session with Eliza Dushku who's known for many, many things. Um, Dollhouse, Buffy, yes. Yeah. Um, I, was trying to, I was trying to phrase this nicely. I've seen her on one panel, and I don't know, where some panelists come across just really completely there and enjoying what they're doing, she came across a little bit ditzy, a little bit, um, a little bit not completely there, Valley Girl almost. Yeah, that's um, okay. I guess, but... It, it just didn't work. It didn't work. Luckily, there were other panelists, so they covered for her. But it didn't yeah, work when I saw her. Charisma Carpenter, actually, it was it was one of those things she obviously didn't want to be there. Yeah, <laughs> there was no doubt about it. Yeah, and it's it's just not as much fun. So while I wouldn't mind seeing Eliza Dushku, 
I'm going to go to the Doctor Who thing first, probably. Um, you also have the CW star, Arthur Darvel. Legends Tomorrow, Doctor Who, whichever you prefer, 2 o'clock. Be there or be... Um, be in. Not square, because only the squares will be there. Sure. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, we do have something that can be a lot of fun. I think we both went to it last year or the year before. The voice actors reading a script. Yeah, it was Which two one years did ago. we see before? It was two years ago. They read Back to the Future. Okay. That's when I saw with you guys. Okay. And that's fun. Because the voice actors... Well, how many different voices do you think they did in that? Oh, um, every five minutes they stop in a different voice and... I don't even know, 20, Yeah, there's about five or so up on stage. And, and they have a great time. They oh, love they this. Do. They absolutely love They love the crowd. They love doing this. That's one of the best things as well to see. It is. Well, at 4 o'clock on Saturday, they're doing a live reading of The Princess Bride. That should be good. That should be very, very cool. Yeah. I want to see what voices and how many different voices they do Inconceivable in. It was good. Yeah, that, that, that'll be fun. Um, at 5 o'clock, luckily, neither of these things will probably be... Overly packed, but at five o'clock you've got Buffy's Once More with Feeling, the musical episode of that doing a shadow cast. Again, could be fun. And then the costume contest at seven o'clock at night, the costume contest presented by Geico. Like, really? Uh, okay, fine, but um, I thought that was kind of odd that Geico is presenting the costume contest. Why is it odd? I mean, technically that's a good award. I mean, what are we going to get next? I mean, boxers showing up at sci fi. Conventions? I mean, really? I mean, wh- he has a <laughs> own cartoon out there. His cartoon is Mike Tyson Mysteries, and it uh, is I hysterical. Get it. I get it. I get it. In between, there are a few other things to note. Make sure to look on your schedule, download the app. You got Felicia Day. Felicia Day is always fun. There's an app? Yes, there's an app. If you have iPhone or Android phone, you can get the MegaCon app and go through all this stuff. I will do that right now. Thank you for telling me, John Paul. I do have an iPhone who also does not sponsor us. They really should. Yeah. Um, there is the Nerdy Karaoke Party, which could be fun. Um, lots of sketch duels, geeks of comedy, live stand-up. This one is for 18-plus only. Um, you should not be bringing your daughter to that one. And then um, Friday and Saturday night, both, there are Megacon after-parties that are extra-ticketed events. That is something I'm not a big fan of. I figure once I pay my entry fee to the convention, I should have paid my entry fee to the convention. Which and that means- shocks me because you are a party animal. As people oh. that know you know you are, you get down. John at, Paul gets down. At um, Dragon Con. Oh, there's a story coming? Yeah, there's okay, a story coming. Story coming. That was the dramatic pause. That was a very dramatic pause. Dun, dun, dun. You need the dramatic no, hamster really or whatever. Okay. Okay. Um, out of the 30 or so fan panels... Almost every one of them does a party across five nights. Even though it's a four-day convention, they do across five nights. They're moving into six nights. So you've got four or five different parties every night that you can go to. Maybe six, but somewhere in that four to six parties a night. And they're kind of staggered. Some start around eight. Some don't start till 10 or 11. So you can hit a lot of parties. And that's one of the biggest things we do there. And, you know, you can get out there. And what are the phrases? I'll make sure I'm hip and current. Cut a rug. You know, that, that's current, right? Yeah, sure. I, yeah, I sure. guess. I, um, cut, a, cut a rug? What? Actually, that would work at the Avengers Ball that's been going on the last couple of years. Uh, the Avengers Ball is a lot of fun. Uh, that's put on by the um, Verse um, group, even though they're not doing it this year. They start the night, and every, like, half hour, the era changes. And they start, like, in the 1920s, 30s, 40s, somewhere in there. And they keep moving forward in musical era until the end of the party. You're up to modern music. And that can be a lot of fun. But seeing people in costume, in full cosplay, out there dancing, 
you know, if you want to see, you know, 50 Deadpools all doing the time warp, if you want to see um, Bowser, you know, out there, it, it, it can be a lot of fun. Uh, moving on to Sunday, while you're downloading the app over there. I'm looking at the app right now, actually. Okay. Um, a very important one. Gina Torres from Firefly is going to be there. For some reason, it's part of the horror thing, so I'm guessing something else she's doing fits into horror, because Firefly does not fit into horror. Well, the Reavers are pretty horrible. Yeah, they are. But, scary. But 11 o'clock Sunday morning, you got um, Firefly's Gina Torres. Definitely up there at the top of the list of things. Um, in the middle of the day, you have one who's actually been there two or three different times. I mentioned cosplay, but Yaya Han. Anybody who wants to see Yaya Han talk about cosplay, she's there multiple times. You've got Danielle Panabaker and Katie Lotz. Sunday afternoon. However, you've got Danielle Panabaker at 2 o'clock in N310, and you got Katie Lotz. And in 3.20 at 2.30. Okay, really? I know things are going to change. And that will end up probably being one that changes. But really, who in their right mind puts those two things opposite each other? That just doesn't make sense. sense. That would would never change. I mean, Stanley and Darth Vader, those can be at the same time, sure. But would you put Stanley and Jack Kirby? I know. Pretend he was still alive. Would you put Stanley and Jack Kirby in in rooms next to each other at the same time competing? No, but I would put... You know, Jack Kirby in a room with uh, iZombie okay. as well. Okay, well, that would now. Yeah. 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 Um, Plus, if I start him, I'd probably freak out. I'm not going to lie. I Jack Kirby or iZombie? <laughs> I'd be a little worried. Okay. Yeah, I, I can get is, that. Is that a too soon joke, or am I okay with that? No, he's been, he's been yeah, gone long yeah, enough, yeah. And, and we respect Jack Kirby. He's fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's not like we're making fun of him. It's We're, we're having fun in his memory. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last one that I have highlighted on my schedule that I definitely want to see, although not maybe the last one you want to see, the last one I want to see is at 3.30 on Sunday afternoon. If you're a Smallville fan, you should be there. If you are a country music fan, you should be there. But most importantly, if you're a heterosexual male who grew up in the 80s, you should be there and thank Daisy Duke herself as the Dukes of Hazard, John Schneider, Tom Wopat, and Catherine Bach are on stage. Yeah, but see, about that, I like having a memory of her a certain way. Okay. You I'm know not the memory sure spoiled. I really want to see the, yeah, because... I don't think she'll be in the Daisy Duke cutoff shorts at this. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. But I have a very specific memory of Daisy Duke. I know. Like I do from, you know, Aaron Gray at Buck Rogers and um, yeah. Silver Spoons. I, I like keeping yeah. that memory this way it was. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, but then the one I think you might have as your favorite final one is at 4 o'clock. It's the last one on the schedule. Celebrity Q&A session with legendary rocker Alice Cooper. I will see that if I'm around. No, The problem is I won't see that because none of my friends, a.k.a. John Paul, wants to see that happen. <laughs> so it'll be just yeah. me sitting there by myself going, rock on, Alex. Play some poison. Yeah. That's an awesome song. Okay. I, I don't doubt it. I mean, it, it is. But, yeah, by that point, I'm probably going to be heading towards home. Well, you are old. Tired. Yeah, that's that's yeah. your bedtime right there. Well, that's the end of the convention. No, it's not the end of the convention. The convention mm-hmm. isn't over to the old Titans leave the convention, John Paul. What if half the old Titans leave? Well, then that half it's is half over. Old. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're down to our last minute. Um, next week, we'll do some last-minute Megacon prep yes. things because it'll be one week until. We'll let you know when we're planning to um, broadcast because I'm springing this on B-Man right now. I want to broadcast one live we from the convention that. floor. Not just record it live. I want to broadcast live. Or broadcast live. Broadcast live. And if you miss it live, it'll be recorded for later. Okay. But we'll give you details next week. And until then, B-Man Question of the Week. 
If you hear one song come on the radio that makes you think of a movie every single time, what song is that? Can I add a writer? Not the theme song to the movie? Not the theme song. That kind of necessarily... Not like John Williams' music. Right, no. I mean, like a, a theme, like a song. But a song, okay. An actual song. Oh, that's good. All, All right. right. All right. Well, for John Paul... Be me in. We are out of here.